Welcome to our podcast, Chill Out Mama. I'm Sabria. And this is Crystal. Motherhood is a beautiful struggle. Do you focus on the struggle more than the beauty? We are two friends navigating the pressures of today's moms. In this space, we share transparently about worries, stress, and anxiety that we face in motherhood. This beautiful struggle isn't meant to be tackled alone. Come along with us on this journey and let's chill out together. Welcome to this episode of Chill Out Mama. This week, we're continuing our discussion on financial health. Um, We're going to be taking it from a little bit of a different perspective, and we hope you enjoy it. Um, Our special guest today is Michelle Whitby. A little bit about her background, but first of all, how I know Michelle is that we've known each other going on at least 10 years. We were just talking about the fact that I knew her baby when she was a baby and now she's a teenager and she knew me since I was pregnant with mine and mine are almost 10. So it's crazy. Um, We both volunteered in an organization, actually the same organization Sabria and I met in, Diamond in the Rough. Make a lot of great connections there. A lot of great connections. Um, <laughs> and we also served on the board of directors for several years of that organization. Michelle is very involved in the community. And that's one of her, I believe both of our lifetime commitments is to the success of Diamond in the Rough. Um, Michelle is a native of Ohio and currently resides in Atlanta. Um, she is a certified image consultant, a licensed manager of cosmetology. Um, as I said, a lifetime supporter of Diamond in the Rough, Mocha Moms, and Women Inspiring Together to Succeed. Um, she recently actually wrote a book, and she's now calling herself the Pope People's Coach, which is why we invited her here today. We, she wants to help women go from um, a mindset of pole to powerful, right? Poor to powerful. And so thank you for being here, Michelle. We want to hear so much more about your book and also just your passion about helping women be more financially healthy. So welcome. It's wonderful to see you and hear you. Um, Give us a little bit more about your background and what got you to this place today. Well, thank you, ladies, so much. I'm like so excited to be here (laughs) and uh, just share in this conversation uh, with you ladies. Uh, I'm just anything. Well, you support women. And just the fact that you support women, I am all in. Um, and I really love uh, the name uh, myself having have served and serviced several mommy organizations myself. And one being very valuable to me when I was a mom was Mocha Moms. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just so thankful uh, for this opportunity to be able to share. Thank so you for being here. Story, <laughs> and uh, I won't uh, make mine too long. Uh, but sometime once I get going, I can get going. Uh, but uh, I'm just going to give you the short version. Uh, it's amazing, you know, our life journey. And sometimes we just don't even know. Uh, we just go with the flow and you just don't know where you're going to end up. It was not a plan of mine to move to Atlanta. Uh, but I am so thankful that this is the path, the journey that I'm on. Uh, I actually, uh, one day, and I am divorced now. But one day the husband came home and said, you know, we're moving to Atlanta. And I was like, moving to Atlanta? Okay. Um, So I just kind of flowed with it. And uh, so here I am uh, all the way from Ohio. But now if I get into uh, my book and being led to the journey of uh, the poverty mindset and talking about going from Poe to powerful, uh, within my life journey, 
it was actually, it started with a thought. Uh, and that thought was, and I'm going to connect it to uh, your guys, your greeting, which I love, which is a beautiful struggle. Uh, that particular word is where I started. And it was just like a thought initially. I was like, hmm, struggle. But the thought was around the struggles that we have as people, especially people of color. And uh, after that thought, it went to a prayer. And it was kind of like, well, Lord, why do we struggle so? Mm. And uh, for myself, I was looking for this big epiphany <laughs> of, of some sort. I, but, but I did what I think most of us do, which is I started with Google. Because I was like, Google has everything. So I, right. And I'm Googling in every combination that I possibly can think of. Black people's issues, Black people's struggles, you know, what is it? And basically, you know, I just believe in having my conversations with God. I was like, you know, Lord, I just, I just need to know. I went to Google. It didn't tell me what I needed to know. Uh, so, Lord, please give me an answer. And I, lie to you guys not, I got an answer immediately. And I was so amazed that the response was mindset, mindset, mindset. And I literally was like, in, in a sense, I, it, it was relief, but at the same time, I was kind of like, that's it? Mm. Really, I've had such a great life because of my mindset. And opposite of that would be, of course, some people struggle simply because of their mindset. So that is really what set me on the journey that I am on today. Because when I think about my background, uh, as far as where I come from and my family and uh, just to get a little personal. Uh, now, for me, I, I, I tend to think that many of us come from dysfunctional families. And uh, so, form, yeah, there's always some form of dysfunction in there. Always some form of dysfunction. So, as I gave thought to that, and again, just having that thought and just thinking about struggle, on the uh, opposite side of that, I was asking myself, well, Lord, you know, I'm coming from dysfunction just like everyone else. You know, how is it that I've been able to have this great life? And uh, again, that was that great epiphany. Mindset, mindset, mindset. So early on, I really did have a mindset that, you know, I guess in a sense, I guess I had, I would dream and just uh, being a child from the projects, I just, I just never thought that it's a place that I would remain. Mm. I would often joke with my friends and say, you know, I love y'all. I love y'all dearly, but you do know that I'm not staying here with you guys. <laughs> right. And they would look at me and they would look at me as if to say, who cares? We don't mm. care. <laughs> Let's just jump double dutch. <laughs> you know, that's all they really cared about. And I'll be looking at them, well, we can jump, but I, as long as we jump today, I just want to let you guys know. Now I'm not going to be here forever uh, in, in this particular scenario. So long story short, Again, that's what kind of started my journey of uh, and this. And, and what's amazing to me within my journey is that I started on this path before all the things that went down last summer with Floyd and all the other things that came about. And uh, so I was just amazed that I would end up, you know, I, I, I feel like in regard to the book that that information was divinely planted within me because I don't know I, for me I it wasn't that I was like oh you know what I think I want to write a book 
<laughs> no, no, it was uh, a thought, a prayer and revelation. And that's when I got busy because I do believe in taking action. So the action was, okay, my thoughts are being filled with this from the divine, then I need to record it. And that's what I did. So it was really just an act of obedience. Awesome. Thank you, Michelle. So you, you keep using this word mindset. And yes. we've talked about, I heard you say it, and I think I said it, poverty mindset. So can yes. you give us a description or a definition of what that actually is? Yes. And uh, when the poverty mindset is it's not so much just about, a lot of times when we hear the word poverty, we tend to think of finances. But having a PO mindset is not just about something that's financial. It's about, it could be our image, you know, our thoughts about us having a PO image about ourselves, And again, just PO thoughts. And when we have those thoughts, basically it just leads us to a place of thinking less about ourselves, less about our finances, less about our image. So for me, when I think of having a PO mindset, that's where it starts. It's just a mindset for many of us, just starting out stuck in struggle. And uh, for me, one of my goals is to help women overcome that mindset so that we can actually go from Poe to powerful because I really truly believe that we have it within us to do so. So when you're helping women with this, do you automatically jump into finances or do you help with changing some of their thoughts the way they're thinking about themselves? Uh, it's, it's actually really about changing the thoughts. Uh, now, I personally don't consider myself a financial wizard uh, per se, but so much is connected. And uh, again, if we start with our thoughts, if we can change our thoughts, we can change our finances. If we can change our thoughts, <laughs> we can change so much. We can change relationships. We can change ourselves. So again, I will always harp on the great epiphany for me, which is that mindset. And when I realized again, what the mindset had done for me, which was I consider definitely kept me from being financially po. Uh, in addition to that, uh, I, I think I had a pretty decent um, mindset about myself. And again, it was my thoughts uh, of thinking, you know, you know, God created me and he created me with a brain. <laughs> and, 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 and with that, uh, I can use it. And there's no reason for me to stay the same and stay with a pole mindset. How would someone know that they have a poor mindset or they may be living in a poverty mindset? What's some examples of some of those thoughts that they... Some examples, uh, so much of what we say uh, and our behavior. Um, but to think of a specific uh, example of uh, just having a whole mindset or what I like to call a poverty uh, mentality. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just not thinking that you deserve more um, is, is, is one thing that really comes to my mind uh, initially. Uh, for me, I really want to 
talk to a specific group of people as I continue with my journey. And, and that being those that I know that in regard to their incomes, um, they may be at a lower income. Mm -hmm. And uh, within that, you know, they really don't, a lot of times because of just going back to where we started, that word of struggle, you know, when you're in struggle, a lot of times it's hard for you to think that you can get out of the struggle. Uh, but the truth is you can get out of the struggle uh, if you change your thoughts. And if you have support, like the support that you guys offer, the support from other women, you have to have a community of folks that will help you get out of that struggle. And Michelle, I'm also thinking that what you're, so what you're saying is like believing that where you are is not where you're meant to be. Kind of like what you said when you were playing double dutch, like I ain't gonna be here long so we can enjoy this little game. But just so you know, one day I will not be here. <laughs> so, yeah, I will not. so even whether it be as a child or as an adult, not accepting the struggle as your reality or what exactly. you deserve. And so once you kind of has accepted that as what you're saying, like this doesn't have to be where I stop or this doesn't, doesn't have, have to be where I am, then, okay, so, but how do I get out of here? Because there are some people, like, did you see someone that, that inspired you to know that you weren't gonna stay in the project? So how did you know that there was anywhere else? I, most definitely, uh, there were people along the way um, and uh, definitely, because it, I can't say it came from my family um, so much, but as I journeyed along, I, and I can even say starting with teachers, you know, the teachers saw something in me and, and teachers definitely spoke life <laughs> into me and uh, spoke words that encouraged me. And uh, so from teachers, as I journeyed along, I, I would just be amazed at people who were basically put in my path to encourage me. And they always saw me being somewhat different and, and, and would, would say so. And uh, more or less, you're smarter than that, you know, those type of things. And when you hear positive, uh, you know, if you think positive and you hear positive, you know, again, that just gives you what you need to just keep moving along in the positive realm, mm -hmm. positive space. And, uh, but it was most definitely uh, teachers. I remember uh, camp leaders, uh, and this uh, again, when I was younger. And then as I grew into uh, maturity, uh, you know, uh, mentors and, and, and people of that nature. So you most definitely, uh, it takes, it, it's, it behooves you to have someone positive in your corner speaking the right words in addition to your thoughts. Because if not, uh, you'll get stuck. And something that I've learned here recently when it comes to you know changing your mindset and really wanting to focus on the positive, you know, you have to hear those positive messages over and over and over. And the reason for that is we've been so inundated with negative. And you know, when you hear a lot of negative, you know, I always say junk in is, will be the junk that'll come out. Mm -hmm. So to reverse that, you have to really make sure that you hear those positive messages and that you do certain things to make sure that you 
in, hear or encounter or deposit those positive messages. Yeah. And you know, I think something yeah. else that sets that apart is that you're saying that all these people spoke life into your life, but I hear you doing that for yourself as a child. And so that's a difference too. You were not outside of your reality, but you were claiming to be outside of that reality as you grew. And yeah. I think that's an important piece to recognize as well. Yes, yes, most, most definitely, um, most definitely. And again, when I sit and have conversations uh, with myself, uh, I really did, uh, in, in addition to this journey, had to take myself back to childhood, especially when you go through, you know, life can be that roller coaster. And uh, when you're on a hill of someplace that you didn't plan to be, you know, you start questioning and doubting and all that other fun stuff. Uh, you know, there's always that struggle of, uh, of that negative voice trying mm -hmm. to creep in and, and do its thing and derail you uh, from where you, you know, where you think you want to be. So uh, uh, again, I had to go back. I had to put life on pause and say, okay, what, what's going on? What, what got me here? And uh, so I had to go back to, again, so I'm so glad you mentioned that, Sabria, that I had, I had to go back to um, childhood because I, I realized uh, that my innate personality was that, and it was the belief of I'm going places. I'm not going to remain here. And uh, where I am in this journey, that journey continues. We're all moving forward. We're all growing, <laughs> you know, we just don't stay, well, it's not good. I mean, you can stay in one place and that's your choice. <laughs> but uh, but for, for most of us, you know, we're moving forward, we're growing and we're developing and it just doesn't stop. That's really good, Michelle, when you were mentioning putting your life on hold or just stopping for a minute to figure out like what's happening right now? How did I get here? Or like, if I'm dissatisfied right now, I need to stop and figure out what to do. And yeah. so that's doing the work that you're talking about. What was that pause for you? What did you do? Or was there anything you did in the pause? Was it about listening? Was it about reading? What was it that was, pause for you? That, well, that pause was all of that. It was listening. It was reading. And I actually did what I am so thankful that I learned. It was actually called a mental cleanse. Okay. I had never actually heard it termed that. And uh, I was actually listening to a podcast uh, like we're having. And uh, the gentleman uh, that was uh, sharing that particular day that I caught it uh, actually went into talking about a mental cleanse. And so me, I'm all in for development. Uh, anything that I think will help me and uh, you know, help me uh, develop and be better. So as I, I really perked up to hear him call it a mental cleanse. And uh, so he went through what he did and with, in that mental cleanse, uh, it was 30 days basically of silence. Mm. Um, 30 days, you do away with social media, you do away with TV, do away with all the noise. Um, so it, initially I was thinking to myself, there's just no way. There is no way I am going to be able to cut off that TV uh, for 30 days, it's not happening. Uh, <laughs> but I said, but you know what? Okay, this is a challenge. You know, I'm up for the challenge. Mm -hmm. Basically, I was up for the challenge. So the first day, I would say, it's just like anything when we want to change a habit that we've gotten into. Right. Initially, there's just that little, you know, struggle 
uh, of us wanting to do what we want to do. But we know we should be doing something else because we know if we do the other, we're going to have the outcome that we want. So it, I had that struggle, but I was like, okay. Anyway, by the third day, honestly, uh, it was the best thing that could have ever happened because what it did for me, it was it actually set me uh, in, a, in the habit of actually not even missing the TV. And it, it kind of dawned on me as I was really into it and I started counting the days. I was like, wow. I'm past 21 days. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he said 30, but I'm like, you know what? The experts say 21 days. <laughs> so I'm going to go with what the experts say 21 days. And uh, if I can make it past 21, okay. Yeah. Stop there. That, you know, that's my thing. If I could just make it to the 21 days. Yeah. But really, after 21 days, I was amazed. I happened to look around. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like, one month, two? And uh, wow, still no TV or, you know, uh, I would probably check social media at some point, but I just, it just was not a, a primary thing for me. But what I found through that time, ladies, it was the best reset ever. And that's what he connected it to. It's a, it's a cleanse. You clean out the junk, you reset to the positive. And I will honestly say during that particular time, in regard, in regard to hearing God's voice, I heard his voice the clearest. And it was actually during this time that I got the thoughts for the book. I was amazed at the, the positive thoughts that were coming to me. It, it, was, it was so much to the point where I was having my conversations and running around saying, Lord, I, you know, you got to give me time to write it down. You know, you'll give me the thought, but uh, I can hear you so clearly. Um, but Lord, I, I can't even write it fast enough. So uh, I am so happy and glad that I'm able to share a mental cleanse. I, I'm so in with it. I so believe it. Anyone that needs to reset, start over, they want to eliminate the junk, I highly suggest it. Yeah. And if you're not with 30 days, do what the experts say. Go for the 21. Mm-hmm. And hey, if it has to start with one day at a time, I'm gonna do 24 hours. Yes. Get through yes. the 20, then say, okay, now we'll go with 48. Yes, <laughs> yes. Actually, that no. idea did start that right. way. Just yes. start. Yes. Start, start somewhere. Just start somewhere. I'm right there. Yeah, you mentioned something earlier about like, you gotta put action behind these things. Yeah. And that's like, it's changing the thoughts. You talked about what we, you know, the input what we're who and what we're surrounding ourselves with, but then what do we do with that new information or the shift in the mindset? So and, uh, I'm glad that you mentioned, uh, just start with the change, just do something. Uh, but I believe that you, know, that you will hear that voice. It will lead you, it will direct you into the specific changes that you need to initiate. Uh, and in addition to that, it's amazing to me within our life journey, the people that come across our path just when we need them the most. Mm -hmm. So even if we talk about our, our finances and we, we know that we wanna change our mindset in regard to where we are financially, we know that you know, we'll have our part. You know, there's something that we're gonna actually have to do uh, to change. Uh, it is first gonna start with, with the thought which is, you know, I'm here today uh, 
as we sit and we record this March 15, uh, 2021. But March 15th, 2022, this is where I plan to be financially. And you have to actually come up with that number. And I'm sharing things that have been things that I've really learned here recently myself. Mm -hmm. uh, because to me, I, again, try, just trying to get it together, trying to get everything together, uh, mm -hmm. especially finances. Uh, what I found is, you know, you really have to have the number. You, you have to have a number in mind. And with that number, you know, you really have to come up with the plan of how, how, how is it that you're going to, you know, reach that goal of attaining that number? What are you going to do today? to start you on the path to where you really want to go. So, but it, the thought is there because you're not, if you don't like where you are currently in regard to your finances, uh, more than likely you have a pull thought. So you really want to get to <laughs> a more powerful place within your finances. Uh, and that again, starts with more powerful thoughts. Mm -hmm. But in the midst of that, you know, you have to plan to get there. Yeah. So it sounds like an example of that could be like, I'm always gonna make this amount of money or I'm always gonna be like in this job or I don't, I hate this job, <laughs> but I can't leave. Those would be right, am I right? Those would be- You're, you're, you're most thoughts. definitely right. Okay, so those definitely examples right. of like pull thoughts. And pull so thoughts. challenging Stuck those, thoughts. stuck thoughts. Mm -hmm challenging those and figuring out so if I'm if I'm not truly stuck in this job like I do have a choice I'm gonna say that again you do have a choice <laughs> yes we yes, say that do. a lot on this show you get to choose you right get to choose. so you get to choose if you stay somewhere and be miserable yes yes so if it's not the choice you want to make then what is a choice you do want to make a choice you do want to make <laughs> right so then you, you said, write it down. I think that is huge. Yeah. Write it down, what the goal is, or my next job, I want to make this amount of money. Like just being specific, right? Being specific right. about what you want. Right. And then how do I get there? And sometimes you might need help from other people to get there. Yes, for sure. We are not on an island alone. It's, Never. Well, we don't have to be. We can. We don't to have to be. <laughs> Again, As going back to choice. I, I, right there with you, uh, Crystal, because a lot of times we are on that island alone due to choice. Uh, yeah. Have to be. Especially, I think when we feel stuck. I know the times that I have felt stuck, I almost felt embarrassed for being in that place, and I didn't necessarily mm -hmm. want to share it with somebody. But mm -hmm. two of the most powerful words you can hear is "me too." And usually when I actually did work up the nerve to say, I'm struggling yes. <laughs> in this area, they're like, girl, me too. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is what yes. I did, or let's figure this out together. I'm trying to figure this out too. And that's what this whole series really is about for when, when Sabria and I came up with this, we were like, we both want to focus on overall health. I think there's probably other people in the world <laughs> trying to do the same thing. Yes. Who do we know? that's on the same journey or can help us. And then we're gonna bring them in, we can have these conversations to, and we can all figure it out and get healthy together. Yes, I know, I love it. 
I love it. I love it. I love it. That's why I started with I'm all in. You guys are doing a great thing for women. And uh, you know, it takes a it takes a community. It, it takes connection and collaboration and all that fun stuff. So I'm just all in to supporting women in any capacity um, that I have. I can remember when I first learned of the uh, podcast, I was so excited. I was like, wow, uh, supporting moms. And I had shared with you, I was like, wow, this is definitely divine because I had been working, I'm always working on something ladies, just to share <laughs> a little bit with you. Um, but I had, uh, again, when these thoughts come to me and that's what I do when the thoughts come, now I, I write them down. I don't even question them so much. I just write them down because I say, well, you know, hey, this thought is here. Maybe I'm to come back to this thought. Uh, maybe I'm to act on this thought presently. So a thought that had came to me in regard to supporting moms is uh, Mamas That Mentor. And uh, that was the name that came to me. Uh, again, just wanting to be a support to moms. Now, my thought within giving, you know, uh, that particular name and just thinking, you know, again, you know, what can I do? How can I support a mom? And uh, the thought there was, well, maybe I need to connect with some younger moms um, because, you know, they're, they're new to the mommy world mm -hmm. and uh, they don't have the experiences that me as a mature mom would have. So it, again, my thought process there uh, is just to be able to be a mentor to a younger mom. So when it comes to moms and the beautiful struggle, as, as, as you guys say, it is definitely a beautiful struggle. Uh, I'm all in. Uh, but when you're a mom and you're poor and you're broke, it is not a beautiful struggle. Uh, and uh, so I'm so thankful that we're having this conversation because, again, as far as a choice, don't choose to be stuck in a place of struggle alone. Mm. You have a whole community of people who can support you uh, in any endeavor, in any goal um, that you may have. Once you have the positive thoughts and the divine gets hold of that thought, I am just a firm believer that you have it, you are going to get what you need to move along your journey to the next place that you need to be. One of my favorite quotes is, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Mm. Love that. And it's because I consider myself a lifetime student. I'm always looking to learn. And I am just amazed, even with the invite to this podcast, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, or the teachers may be the best way uh, to say it. Because I think being a student, always be ready to learn and you will just go to the next level. Now, not saying that getting there is going to be easy um, because, you know, life, <laughs> the beauty of life uh, is, you know, we just can't see some things that are ahead. I mean, that's just the beauty. Um, but we, we flow with it and we grow with it and the people, the messages, whatever you need will get to you. I'm a firm believer in that and move you along your life's journey. That is so true. 
Yeah, I hear a lot of what you're saying is being open-minded to change. Because yes. oftentimes if your mentality is closed, then you're not going to be able to accept people who come in your direction or help or any other ideas or any other lifestyle. Mm -hmm. You're so right, uh, Sabria. Yeah. Um, and so you talked about teacher. Mm -hmm. How can we teach our little ones to not have a poverty mindset? How can we teach them to start saving and making financially sound choices? Mm -hmm. and, and, and with them, um, our words are, are, are so key. And uh, I think with, with little people, uh, I try to keep life as light as possible. And, uh, and what I mean by that is we can definitely teach them uh, in light mode and meaning we don't want to make it so heavy that uh, you know, we're going to teach them to save <laughs> early on, or we're going to teach them to think uh, positive uh, about money. So say for example, uh, or their finances, they, if they, if there's an item that they want, uh, and you know, as the adult, you may look at the item and go, Ooh, you know, a hundred dollars for a doll. I'm just going to talk about the American girl doll that, uh, <laughs> dolls <laughs> that my daughter, uh, often kind of suckered me into, uh, you know, initially, uh, you know, I was like, wow, a hundred dollars for a doll. Um, but then I had to catch myself because why is it that she, you know, I don't want to teach her that she could, she can't have a hundred dollar doll. Uh, if that's her heart's desire, then, uh, who am I to squash it? Uh, it, it would be the same, uh, with, with, in just thinking about my own daughter, I can remember her saying that, you know, when she grew up or grows up or whatnot, she's going to have a maid and, uh, she's going to have a and uh, so to me, I just take it as she already has higher thoughts. Uh, she, her thoughts are more positive. And I, I just would never say, you know, that won't be for you. No, I would never speak those particular words. I, now, uh, of course, knowing some things about life and the fact that she doesn't, I was like, well, I, that's great. You're just gonna plant, you're just gonna be a hard worker. Right. <laughs> right. You know, people that have those type of things mm -hmm. tend very hard, but they're not things that you cannot yourself obtain. So again, just going back to, to children, uh, I just like to, you know, I, I like to laugh. I like to have fun. And it's, it's the same even with, with kids. You can teach kids how to learn certain things about finances and whatever we want to teach them without being so heavy laden with our terminology. And uh, even with something as simple as, hey, we're saving money today. <laughs> we're saving for our future. You know, we can just make it fun. And uh, you know, if you make it fun, kids flow with it. Yeah. You just do. So it sounds like you're saying, make your habits a part of like just daily conversation. Just so, daily conversation. So it, it, it won't be that they've never heard about somebody saving. They've never heard of someone investing. Like, let them know what you're doing, not all your business, but let them know what you're doing with your yeah. money or the value of money. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I've, I've done, and we're in the American Girl phase too. Okay. When they first started wanting one, what we said was, yes, you can probably have one at this age, but you need to show me that you can care for this one first. Yes. That costs less. Yes. So it doesn't mean it's a no forever, 
But when you buy something expensive, you need to be able to care for it, care for something that's valuable. So it wasn't even necessarily the cost, but it was the value of it. Mm -hmm. And I need you to show me and yourself that you can value this. So we're going to start with this brand, Mm -hmm. (laughs) take Mm -hmm. care of that. And now you'll, you'll progress up to that. And then when you get it, you could truly value, you see the difference in the value, you see the difference in the quality. And so now, and even when they ask us for money, well, then now they don't just come and ask us for money. They ask us, how can I earn this amount of money? Okay. So we don't just give them money. We'll say, well, what are you willing to do to earn it? What are you willing to do for that? So I think as you're saying, connect um, work with what you want. Like you said, if you want a maid, well, people that have people that do things for them tend to work really hard to pay those people. <laughs> right? So hard. I guess you're going to work really hard in order to earn, to be able to pay a maid. So, yeah. but I love to making it fun. Let's make it fun. Who doesn't what like- What things do you do, Sabria, with the boys? Are, are y'all talking about it? Yeah, they earn commission. And so we talk about um, the first, we talk, I taught them that God gives us our money and so we give the first portion to him. And then we try to save a little bit just in case we want to get a bigger purchase. And then um, this is what you have left over to spend. And so Simon gets it. Andrew doesn't really like to shop as much as Simon. Um, so he doesn't care. But they know, like, if you go to the store, I can either choose to get something today or I can wait to get something later on when I have more money for that. So mm-hmm. they know. That's great. That's great. Yeah. We- I do believe we have to, uh, you know, teach them while they're, while they're little mm-hmm. and uh, do, our, do our best uh, to give them some understanding, um, yeah. but just be cautious of the language, you know, that we use so that we don't damper their spirits and, and cause them to think less of, of what they can obtain uh, or what they want. Um, so but y'all know, you know what keeps coming to my mind as we're talking about kids. Do you have McDonald's money? <laughs> do you have McDonald's money? <laughs> or do yeah. you have, you know, like, can I get that? Well, do you have money for that? Or we don't have that. Like yes. a lot of us heard things like that, or I've, I've heard that from other people where anytime they ask for what they considered a treat or maybe a little splurge, they were inundated with, we don't do, we don't have money for that, or we can't do that. And I don't have any extra for that. So I think that's, so it feeds into that, what we've talked about, the poverty mindset that I, we don't have enough. Yeah, we don't have enough. And I, I definitely heard those type of things when it came to, you know, eating out and, and food and not really understanding, you know, uh, you know, you just don't really have an understanding of money uh, when you're young. You know, you definitely need your parents to give you that insight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's how you say it. Cause I will say the, to the boys sometimes like we had Chick-fil-A yesterday. So we're not going to eat out again today. We've already right. spent out money for the week mm-hmm. so that they know like there's a budget. Mm-hmm. So we have right. this amount of money for that and we can't do it twice and it's mm-hmm. not healthy. So it's teaching them you're eating food at home because we have food at home. We bought it and we're going to wait until our next time to eat out and then it'll be special again. Mm-hmm. So Mm-hmm. It's a pretty that's that, key word. That healthy. Yeah, um, so healthy. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. the value again, right? If I really yeah. like Chick Fil A, I get that once a week, or I get that twice a week. So, what day do you want it? Because this is right. one 
once a week situation. Yes. But it's different than we, you got some Chick-fil-A money, but if you ain't got yeah. no money, you ain't got no time for that. Yeah. And, and, and think about uh, as our jobs as moms and, you know, our responsibility and, and so much that we have to teach our children because it's not just financial. It's, it's really, to me, more health, yeah. uh, health issue as to if I were to basically say no, you know, uh, that we cannot have Chick-fil-A. You know, my daughter would literally eat Chick-fil-A every day if I allow her to. Mm-hmm. You know, me being the parent and having that hindsight, I, I just know it's just not healthy. Right. So uh, basically I would offer up a no in regard to health more so in regard to we can't, we can't afford it. But it's, uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned that Sabria because really uh, health is, is, is key. Uh, you you want to be healthy first because if you're not healthy, you, you won't be here to, to spend money. Um, so, you know, that's how I see it. Health is just a, it's just a big part of our, of our day, big part of the mission. <laughs> and sure. that's in, and that's in every area we've talked yes. about today, like how we speak about finances, our own mindset, the words we use around it. They're listening to us. They're mm-hmm. watching us. They're seeing us get stressed or be at peace. They're seeing mm-hmm. all of this and how we handle finances and every other health area of our life, our physical health, how we speak about our bodies, how we take care of our bodies spiritually. Are we praying with them? Are we, you know, in all these ways they are watching us. And that doesn't need to be the only reason that we put forth effort in those areas, but it sure is a benefit to be a good example for your children. Yes, yes, for sure. In all those areas. Uh, Michelle, thank you so much for being here today. I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I did. <laughs> I loved it. The beautiful struggle. I said, I yeah. look, we're trying to embrace the beauty more than the struggle because it's yes. easy to lean into that struggle, ain't it? <laughs> that's, that's what we have to do uh, yes. is uh, embrace the beautiful struggle. Uh, mommyhood is, is, is beautiful uh, for sure. Uh, but uh, there's going to be some struggle in there. <laughs> you got, you know, people around you to support you. Yes. yes. So, and some of that beauty is reaching out. Some of that beauty is reaching out to other moms, to other women. And like mm-hmm. I said, sharing and mm-hmm. asking for help and just being able to lean on each other and have these kind of conversations where everybody is learning from each other. Everybody is learning from each other for sure. Well, we tend to, to end our, um, our episodes with a chill pill right? Okay. Okay. So it's basically a nugget or something that you want to just leave the moms with from what we've talked about today or something on your heart that you want to give them that encourages them in this area of their life or just on their journey of the beautiful struggle of motherhood. So what would you like to leave the the moms with today? Well, my chill pill for the moms would be, uh, I'm going to use the word, (laughs) which is mom's just know the importance of taking a chill um, and just know that God got you um, and uh, God got you. Uh, to me, that's just one of the most important things to know. And you can just basically uh, level down, let go of some of the stress and know that uh, 
the importance of coming together with other moms and really just taking a chill. And I'm just going to leave it at that. Thank you so much for that chill pill, Michelle. I love that chill and find some moms to chill with, right? Correct. Michelle, please share with our audience where they can follow you, where they can find you, if you're going to be having any events coming up, where they can buy your books. And we'll also post this information, but please share with the audience. Okay. Uh, Well, thank you, Crystal. Uh, You can buy the book and the name of the book is PMS, Poverty Mentality, lacking spirituality. Five quick strategies to get your mind right so you can live right. And uh, I just hope uh, with the book, uh, the intention with the book was basically just to encourage uh, anyone that would actually come across this book and just need a little encouragement. I made it quick uh, because that was my divine direction. Uh, So anyway, you can connect with me on Facebook, on LinkedIn, uh, you can go to my website, michellewhitby.com, and uh, you can purchase the books on the website, and you can also purchase the books on amazon.com. And uh, again, the easiest way to connect with me is just go to the website and pick up my information and send me an email. All right. Thank you, Michelle. Anything yeah. else for you? All right. Chill out, mamas. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. So. Before you go, don't forget to like, share, and follow us at Chill Out Mama Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also email us at chilloutmamapod at gmail.com. We'll have brand new episodes every Tuesday, so we look forward to you joining us next time.